la 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 Welcome everyone to episode 9 of season 1 of the Half Alive podcast. We are the Law and Law Brothers. My name is Law. I was a semi-successful writer at one time in my life. And my name is La, and I was a semi-successful actor in Hollywood at one time in my life. We are 60-year-old twins with more than a few career, financial, and size challenges. We're coming to you from our hometown of Schenectady, New York. Yeah, Schenectady. The city's so nice, they named it Schenectady. (laughs) (laughs) Our podcast is for people like us who didn't achieve their big career goals, but haven't given up on smaller, related dreams. So we don't necessarily embrace failure as a permanent thing, but as a course to revise. Exactly. In fact, Law, I was looking for inspirational words in my abundant spare time, and I found this Mm -hmm. poem called August in Waterton, Alberta by Bill Holm. Do you want me to read it? No, I want you to (laughs) recite it in your mind for our listeners, and we'll just (laughs) listen to the ambiance of the the room, (laughs) the ghosts of our dead family. Go ahead, Law. Wait, wait, listen, listen. Mm -hmm. Anthony, (laughs) that's grandma. Look, you two kids, that's dad. Keep reciting it, La, in your mind. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm in a little cranky mood, and I will not let that interfere with anything. So let's let's, let's hear the poem, La. I'm sure Um, it's great. During the course of the podcast, my brother is going to invoke our dead relatives at every opportunity. All right, it's called... What's it called? It's called August in Waterton, Alberta. Now, do you want me to read it or not, La? Yes, I do. I want you to read it. All right. In your mind. <laughs> no, read it. The hatred is very deep right now. It's not. I love my brother-in-law. Right. Just listen. Above me, wind does its best to blow leaves off the aspen tree a month too soon. No use, wind. All you succeed in doing is making music. The noise of failure growing beautiful. Well, that's kind of nice, right? You know, people fail, they fail. It doesn't have to be ugly. You're still there. I don't understand it. You don't understand it well? That doesn't mean it's not good. Yeah. Help me understand it. Well, the wind is, you know, trying to blow the, the leaves off this tree, but uh, and it, it doesn't work. Blowing it off too soon. Blowing it off too soon, yeah. So it makes the music... So are you saying that... The wind has blown off our leaves way too soon, and we've felt like failures. And whoa, hold wind. We are not failures. La, so, did there something, Some did you take cough syrup before this podcast? No, I'm just I have no idea what you're talking about. You were like speaking in tongues our, a few minutes ago. <laughs> back is our grandmother and our dead father. Well, because we were talking about the room ambiance of you listening, you reciting this poem in your mind for our listeners. Yeah, you know. So uh, we were not going. You're not going to give that up, are you? I I'm, one teen. I am not making fun of this. I'm trying to understand why you picked it. It's a beautiful little poem. Are well, you saying you. that? I mean that that we should not look at our circumstances as failure. Is that what this is saying? No, I think it says not looking at failure as ugliness, but as something beautiful. Because it's the attempt that counts. You know, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say don't look at it as ugliness. Or make it something as beautiful. But I, 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 wanna, I don't want to look at it as ugliness anymore. I agree with that. 
because it shouldn't be ugliness. I mean, failures for people who at least tried something once in their lives. Yeah. You know, so I mean, there's nothing to be ashamed in that. So I think looking at it in a less ugly way is nice. I don't know if I'm quite ready to go beautiful. Well, I'll I'll write to this poet and tell him that La <laughs> Basement La living in a oh, basement. Oh, we're going to be fighting all day. I I don't want to fight La <laughs> living in a basement in Schenectady. <laughs> <sighs> disagrees Listen. with your one stanza poem. He's not putting up with it. He is not putting up with it. We have been under a tremendous amount of pressure since last episode. No. Since my brother came a tumbling down the stairs. Oh, that's true. Almost killed himself. Scared me to death. Yes. He looks, you should see, he looks right now like someone went after him with a Bait, the blunt end of a baseball bat not that with a handle and he has all these black and blue marks all over his body aren't, aren't i'm the only ends... one working we're trying to stretch my my paycheck to cover everything so i'm under a little bit of pressure this week i guess so la a little bit of, how a are you bit feeling manic. anyway i'm feeling terrible you know i got hit with the blunt end of a baseball bat <laughs> even though both ends are blunt <laughs> Which, what kind of baseball bat did you ever play with that well, had a sharp end? <laughs> did you look in the mirror though? So yes, he's got all these like it's yes. like someone went after you with the the they like poked you with the 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 handle of it the, the little round handle on the end of a baseball bat. But he's got like 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 punch marks or something all over. Yeah. You. Well, I think. What I did look, you hit on your way down? I I don't I know I wasn't conscious during it. I I think I look like a leper. To be honest with you, I'm just covered with, you know, the scabs are finally starting. I never thought I'd look forward to scabs, but, you know, all those bruises and those those big, you know, those gashes and things like that. Yes. Every time I looked in the mirror, I was like, oh, my God, I need Jesus to heal me. This was terrible. He and looked worse three days later. The third day I did. was the worst. Yep. Oh, that fat lip just looked so, and I thought on the way down that I had lost a tooth. Unfortunately, I haven't because, you know, the thing that we don't have is dental insurance. What a surprise. Or anything. So yep. so I guess you're a little too banged up to have been looking much for a job. Well, I'm hoping you're saying that um, compassionately, La, because yes, I, I am. As much as I can. Go in, I, mean, I can't go in looking. <laughs> there isn't much to do right now. I'm Looking sorry. like Raggedy Ann got in a car accident. I mean, you doing any research on it or anything though well, about maybe I, what you can jump into when you're feeling better? Yes, in fact, I have done some serious googling, law, serious googling. Yeah, and I finally, you know, because remember last episode I talked about the. I you know I was looking for things in the medical field like receptionists and stuff like that, and then I got to a couple of interviews and hadn't actually done any preparation, so I didn't know what, how to answer any of the questions or what the jobs were or anything like that. Very stupid. So this time I Googled um, jobs that require absolutely no qualifications, which I am perfectly qualified for. Sweeper. Um, no, I'm not doing any more cleaning. That's true. But, um, I found this article. It's from this site called Indeed, <clears throat> and there are a bunch of jobs here, Lyle. You could say you're proud of me because I might be an administrative assistant mm. or a pharmacy technician, <laughs> a firefighter. <laughs> a firefighter? Come on. <laughs> you were just looking at firefighter pictures. Well, <laughs> I, I could cook for the firemen in the... in the. In there the, you go. That'd be a great job. I'd love to do that. Yeah. You all have a hard day. Come on, sit down, <laughs> boys. Let me feed you and take that big heavy coat off. I made off. you some sauce. 
sausage. How's about a wee rub down? Okay. Uh, well, I get it. I mean, you do what you can do. Did this you week. know that a firefighter doesn't need any qualifications? I mean, I mean, I assume they train you. You know, just like get out I the would hose. Assume, yeah, I would assume. Yeah, I w- they would be happy to probably have anybody <laughs> do it. But yeah, we hope they they do some training. Yeah, Can you imagine me standing on the back of the truck with my ponytail <laughs> blown in the wind and my bald head, <laughs> holding onto that hose, <laughs> and I they. they the siren, the siren goes dead. They make me do the <laughs> wee wee. <laughs> make yourself useful, fat idiot. Oh. But they're really just pranking you because they know us <laughs> from our years in Schenectady. <laughs> they make you stand on top of the thing. <laughs> wee wee. <laughs> Hold on for a dear life while I drive around the block ten times. Wee-oo, Where's the fire? Wee you. <laughs> Hey, La, I saw your brother La the other day. <laughs> Does he get paid for that? Oh, La. Uh, Actually, that might be a fun job. Yeah, it could be. And there are a few others. Should I list them? They get sure. more They get more absurd. Claims adjuster. What's that? What does that even mean? I mean, how do I you adjust it? I think that's a... when you work for an insurance company, you, you want to avoid paying any money out so you adjust the claim down to zero so the poor uh, bastards get nothing okay well i guess you don't need any uh qualifications sales representative what the hell is that how's that different from a salesperson that's when you go to buy a mattress and they ask you mm-hmm. would you like to try it out <laughs> <laughs> but i'm already on it so to sleep <laughs> sir <laughs> i think he's out cold you have no idea what the mattress in my house is like, and this is so comfortable. <laughs> just get him a blanket and let him stay there. Two thousand dollars. Well, I'll never be able to afford but it. Just but... wash that hair, please. <laughs> okay, what's this one? Web developer. I mean, I have a vague idea. Web developer. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's stuff that we don't know how to do. You have to, that. You you can't have no. De- That's the people who make up web pages and do oh, computer okay. code. It doesn't have anything to do with How things. can you have no experience and in, in walk into that job? Um, that's a good question. I thought it had something to do with being a spider. I, <laughs> a spider? A web well, you know, people who do, I thought, you know, maybe like they do. A web development? <laughs> that's no. You the know, people for that like, gather ha- the spider webs to make quilts? No, you know, to do like you design spider webs at Halloween. <laughs> A lot. I hadn't thought of three. We have to get serious. This is funny, all right, but all right. I can't work at Kansanati's forever. Well, I gotta don't, find. Don't guilt me, La. Don't guilt me. I'm miserable too. I, you know, I'm like, I'm in pain. All right, there's are. a couple of others on here that are, you know, maybe somewhat ridiculous. Information technology technician. What on earth is that? Information technology technician. That's when uh, they come to you for information on technology. Hey. <laughs> Hello. How do I work my, my washing Facebook machine? My Facebook won't turn on. My washing machine's dead. Call a technician. <laughs> Sorry. I could probably do that. Just call somebody. And the last one, real estate agent. Now, you don't how need do any you... training to be a real estate agent? Says not. I mean, maybe you have Let's to do a course do or something, but... I mean, how hard can that be? Look, here's the house. This is how much they want for it. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to spend that much? Okay, I'll, what do you want to spend? And then you say, okay, hey, this is what they want to buy your house for. Oh, you don't want you want to sell it? You just go back and forth, and then you sign a contract. I think we both should look into. Being I think a real we should. Agent. And you know, how hard could it be? 
when we're walking around in Schenectady, everything is for sale. I mean, it's you know, not a great shape. But when was the last time you walked around in Schenectady? <laughs> <laughs> Agree with me, La. Agree with me. <laughs> I haven't walked around, walked anywhere either. Well, you know what I mean. I take the bus. I see all these uh, these signs on people's lawn. Everything seems to be for sale in the in the you know worst parts of town. So. You know, we're not, it's not like we're going to be working on Beverly Hills. We could do it. So you can just walk in there with no references? Well, I guess I would assume, I'm going to, I'm going to Google some of these, you know, obviously I don't want to show up half-assed again, but I assume you have to take like a real estate course and, you know, get a license online or something like that. Here's what we can do though. Um, How much does it cost to get extra phone lines? Because we'll get like three extra Mm -hmm. phone lines and I'll know that this is when... I have to be this person because they're calling for a reference from my brother. Oh, uh, hello, hello, very busy here. Yes, yes, what can I do for you? <laughs> oh, I need a reference. Reference, reference, what, what's his name? What's his name? Does he have a name? Yeah. Yes, what's I the man's it. name who wants a reference? <laughs> his name is La. La? Oh, La was the best worker I ever had, I got to tell you. I got to go, I'm so busy here, but he was the best worker I ever had. And then line two rings. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is Edith Banka. What can I do for you? Oh, watch it. <laughs> I'm very busy here today. What can I do for you? Hello? Oh, la. You want a reference? Who's calling? All right, I'm just trying to cheer you up, brother. Well, I, I think, you know, this I'll is the I'll give you good references. The problem is the references, and we might have to, we might have to, you know, do a little malfeasance there. You might have to be different people to... Because I, you know, I leave the other jobs, and then they won't give me a reference, of course. But I leave them for good reasons. Well, then we'll make up references. They don't have to know it's the same number in the house. Exactly. I'm calling <laughs> your number to get a reference. Now, La, um, how many? I don't know. Do they actually put lines in houses anymore? Or do you just get like little burner phones? I don't. I don't know, La. So, I mean, we can also just. You know, I had a friend one time tell me that. If you want to lie on your resume, mm-hmm. just pick businesses that, that that have gone out of business. Like you oh. could say you were you were an executive at Grants. Brilliant. Or, you yes. know, and then they no way of checking. And why don't you start doing that? Maybe we both should do that. That's what a are good some idea. businesses that went out of business. I was the, yes, I was the chief financial officer at two guys that went out of business there in nineteen seventy two. There you go. I was only nine, but <laughs> Yeah. Or like, oh. um, what's the video store? Oh yeah, that Blockbuster. Um, Blockbuster. We were big in Blockbuster. <laughs> uh, well, speaking anyway. of age nine law, I was because uh, I've had a little bit of time. I was going through one of my closets up here in the attic, and I found something. Let's see if you can identify it by the sound. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh my God! What do you think, La? La, La used to be in the marching band for like one week. Exactly. But he, is that your what is that trumpet? French horn. Oh my God! You found your French horn. I found my French horn. Indeed, I did. I thought Grandma broke that, hitting you over the head with it. <laughs> Kermit used to hate that she was sounded like the devil, and she would wouldn't forbid him to play it. 
She said the one thing, because she was always crazy, and she was this old Italian lady, but she said it sounded like the shofar, which is this, this Jewish instrument. And remember, then we thought she was definitely possessed by the devil. How it sounds like a shofar. How are you playing it with your lip, with your fat lip? Well, my fat lip is uh, bursting into, you know, bursting out every time. I don't have a lot of, what's that called, embouchure or something, where you, you know, work your your muscles and your lips and your mouth to yeah. your lips and your mouth, <laughs> your yeah. lips and your cheeks. Yeah. I'm not saying it's been going well, and I'm not saying it hasn't been painful, but... Uh, it's it's giving me something to do, you know. I'm between proud looking for of jobs. you. Love me hear something else. I used um, to love to hear you practice when we were kids. Well, let's <clears> see. Uh, see if I can remember. There was a song we played. Oh, play Glowworm. It's my favorite. Oh, I can't do it. I can't just. I can't do requests a lot. I have a manager. All right, let me see if I can get this one. See if you recognize this tune. <laughs> It's from the music man. Right? La da da Till there was you. Nice, La. Thank you, La. It only well, cost two hundred dollars. What? What cost two hundred dollars? Nothing. I found it. I just found my old French horn. I knew Grandma broke that thing over your head. She, La, did you pause? Did you go out and buy that? I didn't go out. La, and buy tell it. the truth. I ordered it from eBay. La, I didn't go out of the house at all. Oh. La, hmm. I love you to pieces, but we don't have that kind of money. It to, was only two hundred dollars. It was a I steal. Know, only two hundred dollars. Nobody but else I'm bid on it. Only making two hundred dollars a week at Kanzanati's. So no. we're negative, la. And I, I have to make a confession too. I stole Mister Kanzanati's dog. What? Do you know the little chihuahua? Uh, the little chihuahua he has in his office. It's got the most rotting teeth you've ever seen, and I felt really horrible you about it. You stole a lot. That's illegal. I've been trying to tell him all this time that you got to take care of that dog because when they get the the the. the bad teeth it gives him infections throughout the whole body and this poor thing couldn't even close his mouth the tartar was so bad so yes i stole and i took it to the vet and they cleaned his teeth and and cost fourteen hundred dollars and i didn't pay fourteen hundred dollars i paid three hundred dollars and i promised to pay the rest on a payment plan and we have no money whatsoever now. La. And I gave him the dog back and... La, don't tell he me. He didn't even... I stole it. You didn't... Did you give the dog back or not? I gave the dog back. Its teeth are cleaned. It's happy now and we're broke. And we owe the balance from three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So we owe $1,200 12. on this we dog's owe, teeth. No, we owe $900. Because I gave them three hundred dollars, and you paid three hundred dollars. That's six hundred dollars. We're I we paid two hundred. Two hundred. It was a hundred dollars for shipping, so oh. that was why it was three hundred. La. Well, they're not going to just show up with a French horn on my f- front door. Didn't you hear how good I've gotten? La? I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's something for me to do. Well, let's 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 be a lesson to our listeners that maybe there is 
multiple reasons why we're in the situation we're in. <laughs> now let this be a listen to, lesson to our listeners. But are we are we terrible? Um, I mean, I don't want to spend that money. I couldn't watch that dog suffer. My my exactly. poor brother fell down the stairs and almost died, and he looks like he should be dead. And he just wanted a little bit of fun. He bought a tuba. A tuba, French no French horn. horn. Tuba was really expensive, Law. So you should, you know, I got a bargain. I'm just saying. Uh, so anyway, all right, before La, everything well, just goes to hell, mm-hmm. let's talk about the work that we do love to do all rather right, than so. what we have to do and what's been going on the past week. Because I don't want to drag anybody down. Okay. <laughs> Did you get any writing done this week when, in between tuba playing and healing? I'm so glad you never let a band law. There's a difference between a French horn and a tuba, but it doesn't matter. It's like a piano and a harp. Um, it I didn't was get nice any... to hear you play that. Oh, again. thank you. See, so didn't it bring back memories? And I loved that. I loved that song. It was one of the few songs I could actually play before I got kicked out of band. And uh... <laughs> it's like you're playing the 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 horn. What is it? The French horn. It's yeah. kind of like them playing the music at the Titanic as it was sinking. You mean as the house, as our little thing in <laughs> little house in Schenectady sinks underground, you'll be playing the playing us I out. I will be sitting on the porch, the uneven porch, as it goes down into the sinkhole. The um, fitting end. So anyway, uh, you were going to commit to getting involved in acting again, even if it wasn't the small time. Do you remember that? Even if it was the small time, I, remember? I do. Um, I haven't really had time to work since I've been working. Oh, since you've been having teeth cleaned on it, cans and dogs and stealing dogs. And well, spending right. our money. Yeah. Here's for you. I found an audition for you. There's yeah. an equity show coming to the egg, and they've put out a call for local actors with equity cards, of which you are one. Really? What's mm-hmm. the show? I don't know. I just saw the call for the actors. I don't. I don't you know don't if, know? I don't know from titles. I'm gonna look it up myself. Where is it? The egg. Oh. Oh, they're doing a Christmas carol. <laughs> what, should, what am I going to be, Tiny Tim? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a lot in common. I mean, you're both poor and you have trouble walking. Oh, great. Well, let's let's make fun of all the... That's, a, that's what they call an ableist comment. Do you know what that means? Yes, La, I'm sorry. Yes, well, stop it. That's not right. Uh, well... La, let's get back to... Uh, you're right. Okay, I apologize. But can we get back to the fact that I found you a... Uh, I'm happy about that. I don't know what the hell you. I sound do a Christmas Carol. Well, you but could it's, be... it's an equity show, so I get paid something. You could be one of the ghosts, right? The ghost of... <laughs> oh, I could. <laughs> the ghost of what you should not become. <laughs> I am the ghost. <laughs> the ghost of too much Christmas food. <laughs> I am the gaseous ghost. <laughs> I might do this, Law. Yeah, it's been not? a long time since I went out there. I would actually probably be good as the ghost of, um, I think it's a Christmas present. That's the big jolly guy who gets up and... And then he opens his cape and he shows him, this is need, this is want. <laughs> this is my Dunlap. <laughs> my... You know why they call it a Dunlap? Because <laughs> a Dunlap's onto my lap. Yeah, want to lift it up and look under that? <laughs> La, this is the, uh, probably our worst show. Yeah, 
ever. Let's well, just try to get some form back into it. Well, we're we're, we're talking about the, the. I would be excited to work audition. at the egg. I would be excited to work at the egg, and it is an equity show. Now, tell me about because our listeners, uh, I think we have. Two hundred people have actually downloaded our seriously our podcast at this point. Is some one of the hi everyone hi two hundred people. Um, Make sure you write us yes at half, half alive, alive podcast, podcast at gmail dot com. Um, why don't you tell our audience, especially would be actors out there, about the audition process? I've never been to one. The audition process. I've never been to. I've never auditioned. Well, for I don't know what they do at the egg, but um, I would probably have to call up and register and let them know I'm a SAG actor, and then you make yeah. an appointment, and they let you know what you need to do. They'll say you either have to have a prepared monologue, or they mm-hmm. let you read from the script. Um, I don't know. I uh, so I will have to go through some of the old monologues I used to have and try to have one prepared. If they, but anyway, first I'll just find out what they require and mm-hmm. then you show up and you go go at your appointed time and you do your monologue and if they like you they'll have you read from the script and then they probably if you you know if they like you they'll say could you do it again let me have a little adjustment here try it not so sing-songy try try it you know butch it up a little <laughs> butch it up a little <laughs> Well, uh, do they do these things over Zoom nowadays? I mean, do you have to oh, show up in person? Or? You know, it's been so long. I think the, I think you can do it um, online. Then, I mean, that would be fine. I'd like to do that because then I could kind of, you know, not leave the house. Do it over and over till it's perfect. Can I possibly do the show without leaving the house? <laughs> can you hologram me on the stage? But the egg is kind of exciting. The it's egg a, is fat. Um, yeah. So for those of you listening from around the world, um, let me explain what the egg is. So this is what it says in Wikipedia, and I guess this is about as complete as you can get. It says, the egg, <clears throat> a performing arts venue in Albany, New York, is named for its shape. It's become an icon of New York's capital district due to its unusual shape and central location. The egg is slightly inclined and has a small pedestal on which it appears to sit. The building's organic shape reflects Governor Nelson Rockefeller's original goal. Let me just keep reading this forever. All right. But anyway, his original goal of architectural design that uses the fine artistic elements of sculpture. So, but it is it would be cool to work there. It um, would be cool. Didn't that. Nelson Rockefeller was he the governor that died boning one of his secretaries? Uh, probably. <laughs> so he and our father had know. something in common. Yeah. Sex with any woman who wasn't his wife. Oh my God! Is that how Dad finally died? I thought it was just <laughs> the cirrhosis. Is that and the cirrhosis? But probably he was having one of his many detoxes and finally kicked. Uh, I think he used up, didn't he use up, he, like used up all of his Medicaid and they threw him out of the hospital mid detox. I think so. He thought Medicaid was like an all you can eat buffet, but it wasn't. So they, yes. Oh. It was an all you can drink buffet with him. But I remember that's what he told everybody. Remember that they kicked him off. But the fact was he never updated his paperwork every year. I'm sure he didn't. And he needed to prove that he was persistently and perennially unemployed and broke. So, of course, they dumped him off the road. It was never his fault. Never his, his fault. Yep, not as usual. Somebody else's fault. Anyway, speaking of healthcare disasters, last episode when you'd just fallen, we asked our listeners to write in and tell us how to get medical help when you're broke. Did we get any help with that? Any emails at all? Not a single one. Nothing. Nobody uh-huh. wanted to help us a lot. 
La, I do have a question, though. There's one thing you, uh, if we go back to the um, audition, can you tell us a little bit about uh, memorizing lines? Because I just don't know how you people do it, how actors do it. Do you want me to be serious or do you want me to be funny? I want be you to be funny? serious because it's like sometimes they're on stage right. for three hours. And this is just going to bore everyone, but this is the technical We're stuff. Used to that it. Nobody... All right. <laughs> so if you try to memorize something word for word it, mm-hmm. it, it, without any context you're going to have a lot of problems you just have to understand what what the line is talking about mm-hmm. what the feelings are behind it what and if you know the intent of the line the words will come so you've learned the intent first and then you clean up and you clean up the words and make sure the words oh, make sense that are what's written after a while but first you have to understand what the scene is about what the people are arguing about or talking about and um, then the, the lines will just come naturally. And do you record them or do you read them with somebody? What I used to do, since it's been so long since I worked, was mm-hmm. um, if you don't have a scene partner or anything, I used to have one of my old tape recorders, I would tape record the other person's lines and I would leave a space in between for me to speak my lines. And mm-hmm. then I would go back and forth like that. But first, before you can even try to memorize them, you have to read it and read it and really understand what the scene's about. Oh, and you, that's there's also good, like a flow of, you, you get a flow of where, like, where the certain, the, oh my God, it's been so long. But the, 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 as the ideas in the, scene evolve you mm-hmm. kind of know the beats from you know this is where he's very angry because he feels betrayed this is where it starts to get funny to him because he realizes what an asshole he is and this is where they kind of make up and the, you know you kind of just know the beats and it leads you to the lines and the lines hmm. make sense That's and interesting blah, blah, blah. and now i have a question for you what if yes. you're in a play you're on stage and you flub a line or you don't say it exactly what you're supposed to, but the audience wouldn't necessarily notice that. You, you know, the meaning if hasn't changed. If you understand what the scene is about and who these people are, it doesn't yeah. matter because you will just carry on and the words... But if you're one of the actors that have only memorized your lines, you don't know what they're about, you're going to like stand there with egg in your face because you'll be thinking what's my next line what's my next line but if you know that oh this is where they make up and they become friends again you can kind of just go with that till the lines come back to you oh, okay. but if you're just worried about there's an and here and a the there and a you'll you'll always be lost because you don't know what the hell you're doing you're just a, you're just a typist so what wouldn't your scene partner though get thrown off if you didn't do it exactly the way you had rehearsed it well, you want to get back to the lines as soon as possible. Mm. But if your scene partner also knows what the scene is about, they'll kind of help you back to it. Hmm. Well, La, that's it's, the most intelligent really, thing you've said all day. And we're going back to why I like acting, because it's not so much about um, what you get from an audience as what happens between two actors on stage, the, co- the shared concentration. Mm-hmm is a wonderful thing and and it's like a volleyball going back and forth and you're really listening and so you'll you'll help your partner Mm. out if you see that they're lost do you remember that time you got hit in the face of the volleyball in seventh grade and you broke your (laughs) nose i do do you remember the time (laughs) we were in gym together and we ran for what was it basketball no it was what was that game when you could you kick the ball around it wasn't soccer, but you kicked crab crab soccer or like you're on all like fours. And we back. oh we got it, we got it. And we were and we smacked 
dead into each other chasing the ball. Yes. Yes. But we got out of school for like two weeks for that. That was great. Um. Anyway. Mm, well, we got, we're coming to a close, Law. Oh, my. Already? This was Indeed. such a fun show. It's <laughs> We're going through a lot, folks. You need a hot shower and some downers, law. So, do we have? A, don't we? Do we normally have? Do we have any letters that came in? Even we if do, they in fact. Uh, just haven't had one, so I'm going to send it to you. You want to do the honors? This is from sure. Demetrius. Demetrius, not my real name, from East Greenbush, New York. All right, let me see. Mm-hmm. It reads as follows: Dear Lon Law, I oh, oh brother. More I also things. want to be an actor, but I have a terrible phobia of performing in front of an audience of any kind. I can't even use a mirror or record myself without panicking and sweating and forgetting my lines. Do you have any tips facing my fears? Thanks. Demetrius, not my real name. Wow, that's a good one, La. That is a good one. Because do you I, remember uh, yeah. when I was in New York City and... A friend of mine when I was living there, and a friend of mine took me to uh, open mic at one of those stand-up comedy things, and insisted that I get up on stage. And it, <laughs> I do remember that. Actually. I had practice. I that. had rehearsed. I mean, because he told me he was bringing me, and I rehearsed all week long, and had. Oh my God! I could not remember a single thing. Hamala, 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 hamala. So I understand where Demetrius, not my real name, is coming from. What 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 suggestions do you have as a professional actor? Well, in the industry, at first I wanted to make fun of this letter, mm-hmm. but I don't really. Well, you, because I, look because at this is another I'm letter. I'm actually moved, but I'm actually very moved. It's these are the things like you know, someone has a desire, right? It's like a dream, and you have all these obstacles that you have to overcome, but that dream still survives. So Demetrius has this dream yeah. that what he wants to do, but he's got this phobia. Yeah, and he didn't insult well, us, right? There's another no, email with I, I no insult. I want to help this kid. All right. So, so Demetrius, I have no idea what to tell you. Call one eight hundred. Call one eight hundred. Help. But I mean, you're up against a lot. If that's the case, I, 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 here's what I say, Demetrius. And this was actually truly helped me. Small steps lead to bigger steps. Mm-hmm. So. Every day, try to do something that stretches you just a little bit. And when it gets to be too much, just let yourself off the hook for that day. No one, the nice thing about being an actor is you can be a hundred years old and jump back into it. So there's no, hmm. you're putting your own time limits on this. So it's, it's, you have to do little tiny steps at a time. You said you can't even do it in a mirror or record yourself without panicking. So yeah. don't do it in front of a mirror right now. Do it in your head right now. And just try to do little small steps at a time and, and keep in touch with us. Well, that's 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 good, Law. You've been pretty compassionate. And, and, and forget about forgetting your lines. Just read the lines mm-hmm. right now. Don't worry about memorizing Oh, that's a good right idea. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, so just my tips, yeah. don't put the uh, cart but, but, before the horse. But it's moving, isn't it? That all of us have dreams, and then we have the obstacles yeah. in front of them. And like, like, how do you, how how are you that little salmon trying to get up that dam exactly. to your dream? Exactly, fighting all the bears and the fishermen. <laughs> Just what makes that little old salmon? <laughs> 
but really, we're still those little, we, st- we still got, you know, things in front of us, but we haven't given up. So don't give up, Demetrius. Just that's don't true. put a lot of pressure and on yourself to do too much at once, a little bit at a time. That's true. That's what they did to us. That's why we're called La La, because we could not remember the words to Oh Holy Night. <laughs> and right. we got up there and sang La La La, and, and people t- teased us about it the rest of our school careers, including our father. So and still, um, sometimes when we're walking down the street, someone will scream out of the car, it's the La Brothers. Ah ha ha. But La, don't, or don't give up, Demetrius. Good job, La. Good job. Baby steps. So- you know, a lot of this actually reminded me, because um, it sounds like Demetrius, just the thought of doing this make, brings on an actual phobia, not just, you know, he gets nervous. Um, do you remember our phobias, the, the oh worst God. ones we had as children? <laughs> when I was a kid, we were in the market, and I don't know, we went by these, it was like, um, back then, all the vegetables weren't like, like poke they're you know perfect like they are now right but there was these like giant potatoes and i couldn't they startled me i remember as a little kid i was afraid they looked like giant baby heads and then i was like these giant someone's gonna shove a giant baby head up my butt and i was terrified that someone was gonna force a giant headed baby from space up my butt isn't that weird <laughs> well, I have forgotten. I was just a kid. I have forgotten the the latter part of that fear. <laughs> I remember the That's giant baby true. heads, but I forgot about your butt. <laughs> what were we eight years old or seven years old? I, I think I was so. so. Terrified, I was crying. Oh my! And I would have nightmares about <laughs> giant babies <laughs> from space. <laughs> I still get a little freaky thinking about the <laughs> giant potatoes. Yes, and remember, remember when uh, Grandma realized you were afraid of baked potatoes? She made them oh, all the time. Jesus Christ! Yes, such a cow. Yeah, well, I remember mine. Baby. I think I was like in seventh or eighth grade, and it was the uh, it was the disco era, and mm-hmm. I just developed this unreasonable, irrational fear of Barry Gibb from the um, Bee Gees. <laughs> Yes. You remember he was like Stay this. Alive. <laughs> <laughs> he had this. He was like he this was big, handsome though. Big giant. He looked like a giant triangle. This hairy wolf kind of head. And then he'd come out and sing in falsetto, and it just freaked me out. And I would have dreams, and I I didn't find him sexy. I was terrified. And when people even talked about him or I heard him on the radio, I would have a visceral reaction. <laughs> Barry <laughs> Gibb. <laughs> My oh, phobia of Barry Gibb. <laughs> All right, listen, everybody. I think that's all we have for this week, right? I Brian. think that's all we have for the next this week. I think we need to sign off. We'll sign off. We'll, okay. we'll gather our senses. Law will heal. I'll figure out a way to stiff the veterinary hospital. Uh, <laughs> so I'll say, it wasn't my dog. I'm not giving my I'll French do. horn back. You don't have to give your French horn back. In fact, Thank next you, week I expect a recital for everybody. <laughs> We'll do better next week, everyone. (laughs) Okay. Well, loves you, brother. Loves you, brother.